You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That's right, it is time for the Degenerate Dungeon brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network. A couple bets are going to happen and we want winners this evening and we're going to get some. Of course we are. I'm joined by my beautiful, lovely, talented co-host. It is the Woodman, David Woody. Hey, buddy. I'm so excited, man. This is great. I'm doing awesome. Um beautiful weather here uh you know um we got uh kind of a probably not super interesting thursday game unfortunately but still some good bets to be made possibly uh and then i think a very interesting slate on sunday some really good games probably um would love to see a little more offense in the nfl this year has been it's been very defensive the two high safeties has taken over the entire friggin' league and it is tough to get big plays but you'll notice they still get them they get him. They get you him. get 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 a fast guy out in space on a crosser or a guy running a free runner. They can still burn you. You know, there's two safeties back, and it prevents a lot of deep passes. It does not prevent big plays. There are yeah. still going to be some big plays, and they've been there. The few that you know, people watch highlights from last Sunday. There were some really fun big plays. Absolutely. So it's not a boring league, but I I do I would love to see more teams get more creative with how they deep beat this too high safety look so we can get back to some bigger plays do you hear that offensive coordinators of the nfl the woodman creative available to be hired right now (laughs) okay i'm looking at you Bengals. um but yes i mean look look at the take the bills as a perfect example let's do that week week one two high safeties from the jets and the crazy you know all the crazy defensive um scheming that the jets mm-hmm. did all, all off season. for all for Josh and it all worked it, it got right in his head right away and he was yep. just he, he couldn't stand it he kept running around like a lunatic he would try to force it deep when it wasn't there all that stuff right that's what that's exactly what they want week two he comes out dinks and dunks and dinks and dunks just like you're supposed to do and it's extremely effective they crush them what did they win the game? 31 to something. I mean, he looked great. His stats by the end of the game looked great. And even in the second half, because he dinged in so much, he got a couple deeper ones. And, you know, things to open up if you are patient, right? So there, there, that take that as an example, uh, OCs, if you are listening. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> if you're watching here live on Twitch every Wednesday evening in the lounge, twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. That's where you'll find the Woodman and myself every Wednesday evening doing this thing right now. But of course, Degenerate Dungeon, Bagels and Locks available every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time here in the lounge as uh, the Woodman, myself, and some of your Glass Cannon favorites will lead you into NFL action. Um, and wow, are we killing it on the locks? Dude, the Bagels and Locks have been been pretty nice so far uh, out of a few weeks. So except so I don't mine have been a little questionable, but but yeah. I, well, I got I got this last one. I got this last one. You know one. what? You're fired up, okay? Yeah. You're fired up. We're, yeah, we're 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 all rowing in the same direction now, baby. We're 
We're cooking with gas. Yeah, we are cooking with gas. Um, yeah, and the podcast, of course, available every uh, Thursday morning, I was going to say, but immediately after we finish this podcast or live stream on Twitch, yeah. uh, go ahead and get yourself a piece of that. And, of course, let somebody know, please. Thank you, brother. At yeah, GCN Sports. not edited. <laughs> no, no, no. No, not at all. Yeah. G- at GCN Sports on X. I still don't like saying that. Twitter, what what have you. Uh, go ahead and give us a shout. Uh, before we get into uh, America's favorite segment, let's go ahead and talk about, as we should, update the Degenerate Dungeon Guillotine League. Um, and sorry, uh, Russell, our, our buddy Russ Nick, uh, went ahead and got chopped two weeks into the year. His team name, Purdy, tied up. He's out of here, as Harry the K would say. Sorry, Russell. It's been a been a pleasure. You know, David. Anything to say on Russ's way out of the the general? Uh, we, we love Russ, and and he deserved a better fate. But the, the such is the Guillotine League, and it could be any one of us next week, and you can have a monster week. Monster and week. be out week out. the next week. It happens all the time. Thanks. So you know, it's it's that's the fun, but also the uh, frustration of the league. But it's fun. As Bart Simpson would say, the G League is a hideous bitch goddess sometimes. So that's the way it is. Uh, also, another announcement, as I made uh, forth last week, I was a guest on our boy Jonathan Jonathan Blevins' Twitch channel, at Bearded Blevins on Twitch. Um, and for last Thursday night, the Eagles-Vikings game. It you went were great. So well, Thank you. It went so well that our boy has asked me to not only be a part of um, the game again tomorrow night, but possibly make it a Thursday night thing. So you want to see your boy Hollywood on a Thursday night, make sure you follow at Bearded Blevins on Twitch. We will be doing it again live on his channel uh, tomorrow night for those who are viewing this live or tonight when you're hearing it or whatnot. Just make sure you you catch up with our boy. Also, it was his birthday today, the 20th. So if you see him, say, yo, the dungeon sent me. And uh, happy birthday to our boy a uh, little quick review because we fully disclose here our progress when we have a bad week we don't just move on and be like hey you know we, we last week didn't happen <laughs> now we will we'll eat the crow no crow to eat this time we ate the crow last week i told you we were down four units coming out of the gate plus 2.03 units on last week's show so we're officially minus 1.97 on the season man I would love to see a plus on that overall come week. Yes. And I feel yes. about that. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, my picks of the week did not hit, but I got the other the other two. So we're all right. Yeah, we're man. And all uh, right, buddy. And you right. had a nice week. Yeah. yeah, I had a good week. I had a good week. And uh, you know that that Nico Collins touchdown, baby. I mean, look, I I, I think I guessed he would be plus one sixty, one sixty five. He was plus three thirty. Yeah, I mean, they, they hadn't looked good throwing the ball. <laughs> no, so. and then all of a sudden, CJ Stroud but he's comes good, out. Right? He's good, right? Pretty good. You know me and my Ohio State quarterback kind of thing. But I'll tell you what: out of all of my scene, I'm not saying he's Joe Montana, but my man CJ Stroud's probably got it more than anyone I've seen yet coming out of Ohio State. Well, I didn't even mean him. I just meant Collins. I think Collins is kind of a good receiver. Oh, Nico's is great. He's a great, yeah. great, great receiver for sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't. We'll see about Stroud. I, he definitely looks. Look, it's early. Two games. He looks ready. He looks he, he major looks, league ready, right? Yes. And Bryce Young does not. But it's oh, super early. No, it's super. I early. know. 
We'll see. You know, you know my roll tide bias, but I'll be the first one to say whoops for Brycey boy. I mean, nah, it's a... two games, man. Not it's yet. Peyton Manning looked awful almost his whole rookie year. Yeah, he flashes, but he had a lot of bad games and and a ton of picks his rookie year. Peyton Manning, tons yeah. of them. Yo, he had one of the worst rookie years ever. But horrible. Yeah. And then the uh, next year he was, you know, the Hall of Famer. For sure. Our our same game parlay on the Bagels and Locks Sunday morning show was one Brandon IU catch away from hitting that same game parlay. But nevertheless, like I mentioned, that show's been killing it too. So as far as the degenerate dungeon as a whole, I think our units are growing a little bit. You know what I mean? What do you I mean? How big is your unit getting? Come on. You can you can, you know, I'm thinking I think it moved. I'm thinking we're uh we might have to step it up a little. We're making some money. We might play with some some house money made this year already. That it's been good. fun. I think Let's we're do gonna it. do do good. But uh, yeah. before we make sure that we make that dough on this show this week, gotta whip that whistle, baby. Yes. You know what time it is. America's favorite segment, okay. ladies and gentlemen. Say it with me. What are we drinking? A little bit of the bubbly. What man? What are you feeling on this fine Wednesday evening? Got a new one for you. Got a local new mm. one. Have not tried. Very excited to try. The uh the the brewery that's down the street here, one of the ones that's over by in my neighborhood. Uh you actually live in a brewery. Has gone <laughs> has gone. Uh, I used to live in brewery town, actually. About um, that. Apple but, uh, the one that was here went away and um they just went they went back to having only one location. So the, the, they're not here anymore. And this is a pop-up. So like they got a pop-up license. So they've been here for a couple of months. I haven't had a chance to go. Finally went and and the the lady tells me actually they're gone uh, next Saturday. So, oh, no. so I get here just in time. So hopefully it's good. Although I, I probably won't get a chance to get another one, but that's okay. Um, it's Carbon Copy is the brewing company out of West Philly, but again they have this tap room here in my neighborhood in South Philly for now. I never heard. And this is I I never heard of it either. And it's the Spur. Right. And I, I did look it up on Untapped. It actually gets three point eight eight, which is quite good. Um, Go a little Tim Duncan IPA action here, you know. And and I kind of like the cans, like an older style, like looks kind of in. like a like something you'd find in like like a, a, a like a picture Bible. Yeah, or like it comes. You know from I mean? It kind of looks like nineteen seventies or something. So, so apparently. One of the Bibles was written in 1970. <laughs> um, IPA, correct? It's an IPA. It's a, it's an American IPA. It is uh, their. This is their West Coast. So West Coast IPAs, if people don't know, have a. They're very bitter. They're usually more bitter than the. I New can England see by style. the darkness of that pour. Oh. And West Coast IPAs are also. Um, they use different hops than uh, than the East Coast ones. And uh, I think they. Sorry, but Roland, the King Jim Bible. Yeah, not the King James, <laughs> the King Jim. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's got a nice kind of hue to it. Oh, that's, a, that's right on point right there. It kind of oh, got yeah, like a, mm-hmm. almost like a, 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 dare I say, almost like a brown ale, like darkness to it. You're right. This is one of the darker IPAs. It's 6.4. So good. I hear good. the darker the IPA, the sweeter the APV. That's what they say. It's beautiful. It's it's very nice. It's a, a very drinkable, uh, crushable, I would say. Oh, uh, it's higher on the Where is that at on the crush scale, but, Bubba? No, it really is. And um, and it has um, it kind of 
it's not very malty. Like I feel like it's just right. let the hops sing, and that's that's what it's about. Hop sings. Got blacklisted there once. <laughs> He's going for another one. Crushable index out of the five. Let's go five stars like Dave Meltzer. Where's the uh, crushable index go? Crushability. This beer's a five. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. You're saying you could just crush this, John? Well, no, no, no. It's too strong for that. No, that's no, what I mean. Like that's. I guess that's okay. Strong. I guess I guess it's a four. I guess like that Jimmy Jam I had last week. Like I, yeah. You would never. You could have been like, yo, here's a here's a, a beast light IPA. I'd be like, okay, great. You know, like the thing went down like swill. <laughs> okay, no, this is like that, but it's a four because it is really very crushable. Oh wow, crushable IPAs. So bad news. Where's that on the Richter scale? What do we get on the uh, alcohol? Six point four ABV. Mr. Obi's in the house. He says, I'm a hazy IPA guy. Well, I got news for you, big guy. I think no matter what this is, because this is a New England style IPA that I'm going to roll with. I think you might dig this. I've had a little theme here going on for the start of the football season. Um, Shout out once again to my friends over at Big Top. Uh, They had a, like I mentioned before, the kind of like a Philadelphia Eagles makeshift four pack. I've gone through two. We got two more weeks to go. I'm saving the best for last, not by taste. I've never had any of these, but by aesthetics, if you will. But this one, not too bad. This is the one, by the way, that my boy Jared said is the best out of the group. So here we go. 6.8 on the alcohol level, the Richter scale, if you will. Something called, oh, by the way, from Wrong Crowd Beer Company in Westchester, PA. Look at this bad boy. Called Quarterback Factory. Oh, yeah. His name ain't Jalen Hurts. His name is so good. So good. So good. That's, so let's see what we got. That's Go a great can. Yeah, it's Isn't awesome. It? I love that art. So this yeah. is what he said would be his favorite out of the four. I'm going to do a little poor ski bopper here. A little lighter. You know, this might be a, a little bit more up uh, uh, Joey OB Sr.'s alley here. I'm liking the look of it. It's actually kind of... Uh, a little bit lighter than I even thought that that would yeah. be. I don't know, but here we it go. It looks quite hazy. It does kind of look hazy, but it is very effervescent. Let's see if we can see those boob lace. Oh, oh, I like oh. that. See, that's my style right there, dude. Right? So I kind of know what I'm in for. Uh-huh. Doing the old sniff there. It's got the citrusy kick. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm not like, I, I don't like the over citrus, but I do like a little pump in it. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> a little pump in it. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, oh boy. Oh, Rowan. <laughs> I'm telling you, Bubba, if we're talking crushability. I love when you do that. You kind of do that double take. You know, I want to I want to go back a little bit. I don't want to last week's was like like I could be tailgating and people were bringing out their friggin', you know, their natty lights and their lion's heads and whatever and just putting them down. Yeah. What you know, th- and last week with that John that I had, yeah, I could probably do that too. Like that thing was Five out of five crushability. This I thought originally. By the way, it's delicious. I'll go four out of five on the on tap. Mm. I gotta have more though. Like I want more. It's very tasty, but it's very thin. If okay. that makes sense. Like it's okay. not like you got that John that you were talking about that you were like, no, it'll catch up with you. Like don't don't go nuts on it right away. This one will trick you. It's thin. It's thin. It's thin. And then like literally. Eight seconds after I taste it, it's like, oh, Flavor Town USA. Like, okay. okay. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah. Cause like, if I just like, like, I'd be like, probably regretting that. You know <laughs> what I mean? 
The other John last oh, we have, week. We also have I'm, a show to do. I'm, <laughs> we, oh, we, I didn't know we were live. Oh, why? Um, yeah, five of five is a shotgunner for sure. That John last week was probably the, the biggest shotgunner of an IPA I've ever had in my life. But uh, yeah, a little citrusy feel to it, Roland. A little bit of a, well, you know, makes your bull run a little bit. This one. I'll give a four out of five on on the uh, that one last week. I'll give a four point two five out of five. I, I forget exactly what it was called, but I know it got uh, uh, Joey Ob from the Glass Cannon going. He was like, "Dude, I got to try that after I heard what you were saying about it." But let's go. All right. Okay. I'm liking that for tonight. I'm liking what you had for tonight, and what I like even more, like like you know, we want to go bottom line here. It's just all about the W's, isn't it? Though. We just want winners I here, David. Winners. And so do we, Michael. Mr. Singletary in the house. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the plays of the week brought to you by, well, the Woodman and Hollywood. Let's go. David, your favorite play of the week, this NFL. Week three. What do you got? Yeah. Um, I'm just playing the role this week of Sharp. I'm just trying to take take the take the points where it makes sense, where I think that it shouldn't be so many points. And I'm also, it's so the, the picks are, are slightly on the boring side, I suppose. No, but, but money is never boring. Right? No. <laughs> so, uh, so my first one is I was on the wrong side of this line, right? I just thought, I, I, I thought, you know, okay. Like I understand, I do understand how bad, Zach Wilson is. I do. I understand that he's oh not boy. good. I, I get it. But they're at home here, and the Pats look just... It looks... Dude, I mean, Belichick I think is really showing his age now. They no longer have that elite defense, which they really have relied on ever since Brady started to get older. You know, when Brady was like younger still, they had the ultra ultra badass team because they had this kick ass offense mm -hmm. and they still had a really good defense because Belichick's always been a defensive guy first and foremost, you know, then when Brady started to get older and was getting close to the end of his time there, they really relied on the defense, you know? Yep. And, and obviously since he's been gone, it's just been nothing but the defense and on the games when the defense can't hold the opposition to like no points, they lose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, well now you have Mac Jones who I don't know. I don't think I'm look, I'm not going to do like the hot take thing. I don't think Mac Jones is as bad as Zach Wilson, but he's well, very bad. Like he I don't think that's bottom, going out on a limb. It's not going on a limb. I'm saying, but like, I, I don't want to do the hot take thing where like, he's the smartest the time. I'm saying, but he is like bottom, whatever, five to seven, maybe in the league. He's a really crummy quarterback. Really? Mac Jones. Really? I mean, just, you saw it last week, dude. I mean, that, that Dolphins defense is pillow soft. Most of the game. Doesn't he, he look like the, like the biggest jet bag in the he world? He does. He just can't do Even anything. Even on the sideline. Like, no arm, he, might have, he may have the weakest arm of any starter in the NFL. But it, it um, just looks like an just, asshole of a teammate, he does. too. He does. He does. And and and, and I think they, they're, they've turned on him. They're, they're 0-2 here. I think they're going 0-3. I think they go into New York Ooh. and they lose. The Jets have the best defense probably in the NFL. Them or the Cowboys, I guess people would say. Um, I would say I would argue that oh, the Cowboys who played two shit ass New York teams. Uh, the Cowboys have a great defense. They have a great I defense. Argue that, I would argue by the end of the down. year. By the end of the year, I'm going to say P 
people will say the three best defenses are probably the Eagles by if the end of the year. Stay healthy, Pro- yes. probably the Eagles if they stay healthy. Probably the Jets and probably, I guess, I'll give it to the Cowboys. Niners I think they, they're Cowboys, very good. Yeah. Or Niners too. That's the Niners too. So whatever. I'm not trying to split hairs. Can I? I'm sorry, I don't I think cut the you Jets off. might have the best defense. I'll say at the very least, we can all agree top five. Where are we at here? Are we going with the points, or do you get big ballsy McGee and no, you taking take, that ML? Come on now. Take, no, I, I will take the points. I will take the points. I, I it's not oh. about balls, it's about smart. I want my bets to hit. Okay. And mm. my bet, my pick is the Jets plus three here at home. Uh, for regular juice ish or whatever you see it there, minus one eighteen. That's fine. I'll take it. Of course, all uh, day. But you I'll know why? You know why day. that's minus one eighteen on DK? Why? Because Fanduel. It's. I'm sorry. You know why it's. Uh, yeah, minus one eighteen for plus three. Because on yeah. Fanduel right now it's plus two and a half. Go ahead and get that hook, ladies and gentlemen. Get the hook. Get the hook. Pay, even whatever the juice pay, is. Pay, get pay the hook. Mid Definitely. Yep. All right. So that's my official. Actually, here. So I'm gonna get a pen. I'm gonna change that. So my official pick. Jets plus two and a half. No, 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 no. Take the plus three. What are you talking about? Oh, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. I'm saying pay the minus 118. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah you, know, you know what? All right. Sorry, 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 sorry. I like how you're like, no, I'm not going to do the money line, but I'm also not going to take as many points as I can get. Give me that medium <laughs> ground. I'm a I'll fucking take the plus three. Uh, thank struggling. you, Roland. I do, I do think it's the right call here. I, I don't. I mean, I don't I have like much too. doubt that they can win this game, but I also know that Wilson could blow it for them at the end. Like he could just have an awful fourth quarter. Look, they're obviously not sending anybody else right now. Um, it's already, you know, we're already here uh, recording this on Wednesday evening. If they were going to bring Flacco out of retirement, if they were going to bring Matt Ryan out of retirement, if they were going to try to, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who else has been bandied around as an idea, but like there's a gentleman it, uh, who's been shooting a lot of bison in North Dakota. That's looking for Carson Wentz. I, I, that guy I feel has like worn out his welcome for every NFL team. There's like the word is out. They're like, yeah, I can't work with this guy. Him and Colin Kaepernick are, are eating blintzes somewhere. Like pretty uh, much. The two know, of them are like never working. How to ruin an NFL career. So, so anyway, so I, I think if, even if they were to sign somebody here late week, that person has not started this game. So it is Wilson. So if that makes you nervous, I get it. You don't have to tell me, but I, I feel this is a strong play here for the home team. I don't know that they are a way better team, but I think they're the type of team that the Pats probably can't beat. They probably can't really beat them on the road. They just, it, Mac Jones is not going to be able to move the ball. And Stevenson, as much as I love him, I think he's great. He's not going to have any room to run. It's just, it's a really tough spot for the Pats here on the road. I think the Jets kind of tough it out. Or at least lose by, at least if they're going to lose by a very, very slim margin, maybe last minute field goal, lose by one. Totally. I can see that. That's why that hook's very, very, very important. You know, get that plus three when it comes to that. Um, Sorry. I I know that's a a, a kind of an uncomfortable call. The fact that you're so uncomfortable by this makes me like love it even more. Because listen, week one, we were both like, fuck yeah, here we go. And and then week two, we were kind of like, I kind of like it. I kind of like, and good week. Like, this is what happens. Yeah. A lot of times, take the point. Like the pros take the points. They do. You're taking the points. They take the points and they take the unders. That's what they do. And it's it sounds boring, but like money is not boring. Damn. Well, some of the sharps do. Yeah. Some of the sharps. Well, guess what? Not this cat. All right. 
No Look under at him go. today for me. Now, I do love under. Some people would be like, you know what's the worst thing in the world is like rooting for an under? No, no, no. I'll tell you, dude, rooting for an under in a football game is so fun. Like like rooting for an incompletion or a fumble when someone's on the other uh, – on their opponent's territory. Like there is ways to root for an under to make you enjoy the game. But the, every now and again comes a time where there is just a, a line that's going to hit the over. Just take the over. And that's where I'm at right now. Uh, Bears at the Chiefs. Chicago Bears at the Chiefs. It's over Mm -hmm. under 47 and a half. And people Mm -hmm. are like, whoa, 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 Bears. What? An over? Like, yeah, yeah. Over 47 and a half is where I'm at here. Let me go ahead, give you an idea why. Um, There it is on DK. Minus 112. But look, this could be friggin' covered by KC alone. Let's be honest here. Uh, But the Chiefs' offense, yeah, they struggled last week. I get it against a pretty good Jags defense. I said that they were overrated, the Jags defense. They showed me something a little bit last week. Pretty good, though. Their D played well, for sure. They played well. But here's the thing. KC's pissed, okay? I know they won that game. But they're still kind of bitter about how they played at home against the Lions. And where are they right now? They're going back to their house in Arrowhead. And who's going to go ahead and take the brunt of that? How about a legendarily awful Chicago Bears defense? So <laughs> this is one of the worst defenses in history. Yes. Last year, they literally were. like the by, by like an overall defensive statistical basis, the Bears had like the third worst defense last year in NFL history. And they didn't yeah. do much. Go ahead, Woodman. The um the if anybody likes the egghead stats, it's DVOA. Deep by DVOA the, the old DVOA. The, Can you explain DVOA a little bit by the way? Because I'm not not well. I don't not, say uh, acronyms no. if you don't know what they mean. Um it's called dead variant <laughs> oasis. All right. It's basically a advanced stat, an advanced metric that tries to take into account all of the different aspects of a defense, right? So how how much are they are they allowing a lot of yards versus the yards you would expect them to allow against that opponent? For sure. Are they forcing a lot of turnovers versus the amount of turnovers you would expect them to do against each opponent? So DVOA, it's a it's a it's like an advanced metric um, that's used a lot by the eggheads, and it did say the Bears had since oh. it was invented. The worst score. The, the Bears defense ever. had the worst score ever, ever. And and our producer Roland would say that yes, the Chiefs offense did. struggling. They were a little struggling. You know, I got your old dog. But listen, this is where you need to feel. You got to get the feel for it. This is the feel. This is the feel part of Hollywood when it comes to betting. This is going to be trounced. This might be over in a third, dude. Mm. The Casey has scored under twenty points only once. All year in 2022. So they did it last week when they won, what was it, uh, 17 to 9. Yep. And last time they did it last year, they lost that game. It was week three in Indy last year, which to me, Jacksonville's 2023 team is kind of parallel to Indy's 2022 team as far as excitement and like possible personnel. I'm sure Jacksonville has a little bit better. You had the Carson Wentz and all that. But they lost 2017 in that game last year to Indy in week three. The next week, what happened? Oh, I don't know. How about just a 41 to 31 point parade in Tampa? 
Like they don't, they don't, they didn't lose last week, but they basically lost. They lost momentum. They lost character in a way. They lost faith. But now they're going back to Arrowhead. They're not going to Tampa. They're coming home to Arrowhead against a real shit ass Bear teams. And here's here's the thing: the Bears have given up an average in two games. So through week two, they're one already one of the worst teams in the league. It's given up uh, on defense, I should say, giving up 383 yards per game to opponents, 277 per game through the air. And I know that doesn't seem like the biggest deal in the world. That is still like top five worst, giving up 277 per game. But the quarterbacks they played against are Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield. Okay, they got Patrick Mahomes right yeah. now. What are they going to do? What is Mahomes going to do? He's probably going to throw for four tutties on his own, not to mention maybe punch in one on the on the ground, and maybe they have a couple more running ones. Like, I'm loving KC to put up possibly 40 by themselves, at least 35. And you'd be like, yo, Hollywood, you're talking all this shit. Like, why not just take the line then? Well, the line's 12 and a half. KC's defense really, to me, isn't everything to be overly confident in. I just told you about that score last week in week three in Tampa. Or I'm sorry, what, 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 whatever the game was in week four, whenever they lost to uh, to Indy and then went to Tampa. It was 41-31. Like, I don't see the Chiefs necessarily stepping up as a defense because of this. I think they step up as an offense. So I think the Bears might show up a little bit too. You know, they're going to play pretty feisty. I I they they should be pissed off. They're an NFL team. These are men. You know, these are fucking adults. These are athletes. They, they should be pissed off. Back against the wall Bears team 0 and 2. They got a quarterback who can extend plays and I know everyone's down on Justin Fields. It's so weird for me kind of to be like his defender after all this time saying he's shit. Yeah. He is shit. But he's not as sh- like all of a sudden I'm the guy like me calling him shit is a positive. You know, last year I was saying it all year and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're out of touch, dude. Oh, I was state quarterback. Now, all of a sudden I call him shit and shit's like gold compared to what other people are saying about this. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that th- he's the kind of player that this Chiefs defense really struggles against. This guy who can keep plays alive. The guy who can extend on his feet and maybe has a little bit of vision, but. I'm scared of a backdoor back door cover here. You know, think about it. The Bears could literally be down 19 points and score a random-ass touchdown in the fourth and cover this. I'm not comfortable with that. I am comfortable with mad poots being put up on the board. Mad poontos. All right. And you know what just happened, by the way? You see the breaking news, David? I did not. Weird going? shit's going on in Chicago. Alan Williams, our defensive coordinator, resigned today amid Whoa. some weird weird scandal that's going on where the FBI raided his house and they found some weird materials and stuff. But then Ian Rappaport and everybody's coming out saying like, no, 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 no. Like there was no raid, but nevertheless, he still did resign amidst he's saying like uh, health and family, mental issues, whatever's going on. Like think about you being a, a bears player or within an organization, like shit is awry. But I still think yeah. the Bears put up points, so I'm not too comfortable with that line. I'll take like this game's going over 50. Let's go. I love it. I also would just point out on this game that I we we did a show I think on August 2nd mm-hmm. where we picked random games throughout the year. Yeah, oh, like I don't the know look if you ahead. Remember, I, I don't know. Yeah, kind of a look ahead thing. I don't know if folks remember this. But I don't remember. Did you pick this game? So. 
I, it's coming. So up. buttons. Oh no, sorry, it was not this. Ah, shoot! I have, jumped, I have jumped the gun. No have, one is checking our backlog. Act like you did and make the statement. Come on, it's not this. Finish game. it. I thought it was this game. It is this week, though. It is this week. So I should talk about. It. I should talk about it anyway. Anyway, um, I hope. Hopefully, it's not your pick. Is this your pick? No, it's not my pick. I've already made this pick. On oh, August. it's not my pick. Next- I, what, my, okay. my, my next pick is definitely not this this game. Okay, great. So just to reiterate, on August okay. 2nd, I took Dolphins minus three and a half at home on yeah, September the 24th against now? the Broncos. And the line is now, I believe, what? Six, six minus and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. So I'm That's why I got to pretty- take the look. Yeah. The man sees the future. <laughs> I, I I just thought as long as Tua doesn't suffer a lot of brain injuries. Oh, do you mean the the odds on leader for MVP right now? Dude, if he doesn't get hurt, I mean, Crazy. why wouldn't he? But uh, dude, I want to say this too. I went back and I watched. Um, they have the you know how they have like on YouTube. Uh, you can find like the kind of condensed. Uh, versions of a game so you mm-hmm. can watch like For all sure. of somebody's plays or whatever. Absolutely. I just watched all of his completions. I don't oh, they're know. They're the most. I don't know that there's a quarterback in the NFL today through two games, through two games. Okay, whatever. It's early, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. whose ball placement is better than his? It is over and over and over again. It's all I about the balls, isn't it? And he's I got my balls to be rubbed up. Over and over again, you watch the highlights, and he has placed the ball in the only place where his receiver could catch it, and the defender has no chance. There's like a little window, right? You can know everybody who knows listening knows exactly what I'm talking about in Mm -hmm. football. Yeah, if you're here, you get it. Where you can throw it, where only your guy could get it, and maybe he won't get it, but only he can get it, right? And he just does that very, very consistently. He's, I, I think he's very, very good. I forget who said it. Uh, one of the talking heads uh, said, it might have even been Boomer, actually. So like a very well-respected talking head said like he, he throws the most catchable ball since. And he said, don't, I'm not comparing him to this guy. I'm not saying he's him, but he throws the most, like it just drops right in your grass. Like you don't have to go get it. Like it's just. But it's not even like even when he throws it hard, when it hits your hands, it's just soft. Like it's just right there. He says he placement. throws the most catchable ball since Joe Montana. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. But he does. If you look at these throws that he's making, I mean, they're like, and a lot of them are like his accuracy is on point. But the the way it's just like rocking a baby as soon as you catch it, like holy hell, he's he's he, he just needs to be healthy this year. I really root for that. Um, even as a, a Bills backer this year, that I got Bills to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, looked terrible. Now it looks kind of okay. In the long run, I'm kind of like, ah, oh, shit. But um, a Miami future would have been fun. But I'm rooting for Tua. Not only am I a roll tide guy, but I'm rooting for him just for. Well, well here's what you career. do: you wait for them to lose a game, and they will. They count them. Their their defense is not that great, right? They're gonna lose. They'll, they'll yeah. lose some game coming up here. Like they'll lose like whatever, like. 39 to 31 or some stupid thing like that to some team. And when they do, you look at that futures bet and you say, I think I might pounce. Do you want to, do you want to know the guy who's going to be the asshole that says like, I think the Broncos actually might beat them this week. Like, 
this seems like well, the week that that would happen. I don't think so. Because to me, I watched Sean Payton watching. I, I don't know. Watch much <laughs> the, like, he's really getting sick of Russ, I think. Already. I think he's getting, I and think and so. Russ is actually playing well under him. That's a little thing. better better than last better, year. A little. Not, I mean, I don't think he's oh. playing. He doesn't Le- look like old Russ to me. No, not old Russ, but compared no. to last year. Compared to last year, a huge improvement, no doubt. Absolutely. Which we called. We said Peyton will get his head a little screwed on better. But he ain't himself from no. the old days. And uh, no, uh, no, they it's knew, not going it's, well there. Uh, big and, ups to Seattle. No, when, when the punt. In fairness to in fairness to the Broncos, they probably would have won that game. Uh, Cortland Sutton was obviously interfered with on the two point conversion. Broncos be two and zero, dude. It's very clearly interference. Like he's just you can't yeah. do that, you know. And and so if they get the two pointer, you never know, right? It's a coin flip, so. I love rolling here. He says two is a wrong hander too. It's weird to watch him throw, but he's always it on is. point. He is it, always on point. It is. It does throw you off sometimes, but he's very good. All right. Did we um, even get to your second pick? I already did. I write it down. What was your second pick? Did we even get? We haven't got to it yet. We, we got a long we, ways to we go. All right. One. Let's we're, hit we're, fast forward here. We're, Let's we're go, Woodman. Yeah. We are bloviating. Let's rock and roll, right. Woodman. Where are we uh, heading for your second pick of the week? We're staying sharp. We're staying sharp. But this time, I will take the points on the road. Mm, I yeah. will take the points on the road. I will take Denver Broncos plus six and a half. Atlanta okay. Falcons plus Ooh. three in Detroit. I think they probably win the game outright, but I don't think that's a smart bet. So uh, if my prediction is actually they win the game. But the bet is just a plus three because it's minus one hundred two, so it's basically even money, and it Which should, should not tell be. you something. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think the I think the Lions have had <clears throat> two chan- two chances to show me that Poor they are good. Before I start talking, I think they've had two chances to show me they're good, and they haven't done so. They face what? They have not done so. They faced the Kansas City Chiefs with and no. And no Chris Jones, and they scored 14 offensive points with against. Uh, it was an absolute disaster for Jared Goff. He looked, he looked awful in that game. Absolutely. Look terrible. at that again. And then, yes, go, ladies and gentlemen, I am defending Jared Goff. Could you, could you imagine? Mom, I get, saw you earlier in the comments. I know he finally threw one on the one week I didn't freaking pick him yeah, to throw an interception. Yeah. But I am defending my man Jared Goff. I'll no, let you do your they're, spiel. They're, they're and then you know what? Totally I'm broken. Their offense is totally broken. It looks awful. They 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 um they um uh and, and honestly their defense doesn't look good either. They just give up what 37 points to the Seahawks. True, true. I, I actually don't think this is a very good team. And I I honestly oh, yeah. think that missing David Montgomery matters to them. I think he's the leader in the locker room and the clubhouse. I think that every coach and every player who's ever played with David Montgomery loves him and they're going to really miss Especially him. Especially the week. Chicago Bears who let him go. Well, they they let him go but they they, they didn't love it. The, 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 <laughs> the, the Lions the, the Lions they need Roland is absolutely right when he says they need a field stretcher. That they is do. correct. That That's that is true. badly missed on that team and then the other thing that they they don't have is Without Montgomery, I don't think Gibbs can handle the between the tackles work. I have not seen that from him at all. No doubt the kid is fast. He's very fast. He kind of reminds you of, if I may, maybe a little bit like Reggie Bush 
if you remember him, who was a very special player out in space and was very, very fast. Yeah. But you didn't want to run Reggie Bush up the gut 12 or 15 times a game. Agreed. You never did that for a reason. You know, that's not a good use of the player. And and, and frankly, he wasn't effective that way. Right. So I I just I don't see it here um, against what what might be a uh, pretty elite or at least very, very good uh, Atlanta defense. And I think that the Atlanta offensive line is probably the best in the NFL. They were one of the best last year. They look really special. Um, I would look for a, a combination of Algier and Bijan to put a lot of rushing yards on the on the board and Atlanta to kind of dominate the time of possession here and possibly win the game outright. But I'll just take him at plus three. Go ahead, Brian. What you got? All right. Well, I got a few things to say because he set me up pretty pretty well. So let cool. me let me say a few words. Let me talk to you. Here we go. My now last time we had a head to head. We like to we like to uh, chronicle these. Last yes. week we had a head to head. I had KC. You had Jacksonville. So maybe the Woodman follows up and once again not pre-produced this show called the Degenerate Dungeon because it's what it's all about. This whole show is based on the corner bar down the street. You get that caddy corner seat. You're sitting there. Maybe there's a rando newspaper you're flipping through, and someone says, like, oh, do you think the the birds are going to win? But, yeah, and you get into some random talk, and you guys are just head-to-head. No, I'll tell you why. No, I'll tell you this. Well, guess what? (laughs) See this on the screen where the Falcons plus three? Let me unclick it and hit Lions minus three, baby. (laughs) Your boy Hollywood's going Lions minus three. This John started at minus five and a half like two days ago. It's down to three, and I get it. The Falcons are kind of look. I know both the Woodman and I did talk pretty highly of the Falcons as a divisional threat heading into the season, and look where they are. We're on point with that. I wish I kind of would have put a little, put a little big snifter on that piece, but they're kind of seemingly to me right now like the darling of the sharps through the first few weeks, and and this line has dropped from five and a half to three. It's like creep me out. I get it, but Atlanta. They kind of battled back last week after looking like fucking hungover as shit against the yeah. Packers. And but here's back, back me up here, Woodman. That was fair. Back me up here. I expected them to come back down three scores. Did I not? Did you send me a text saying the Falcons <laughs> yeah. looks trashed? They did. And what did I say? Uh, my exact text was I just put in a live money line yeah. bet on the Falcons. You did. You made money on them, actually. I mean, down three scores plus six hundred. Let's go. And I you got to know when to sniff that shit out. But to me, that Desmond Ritter dude, he can be a pesky little bitch. But let's not forget the actual fact that he sucks. Like, let's not forget that, okay? Because this team is a quarterback away from being a real legitimate contender, okay? This Atlanta Falcons team. Great O-line, but- great runners. Decent enough receivers with Pitts and uh, sure. Drake London. Drake London, man. And like, obviously a great defense, right? You're right. A, if they had a great quarterback, this would be a badass team. And they don't. Here's the thing. And he's not. Yeah. He's a great home quarterback. I don't even know if you know this, David. Desmond Ritter has never, ever, ever in his life when it mattered lost at home. He is 30-0 and in college and pros when playing quarterback at home. He doesn't like to get booed. But when he gets on the road, he sucks. sucks. This dude's awful. You know what his road record is? In, in the NFL, at least, in, in two road games. 
I went to, but not a big deal. NFL two, uh, two, two games it's two isn't really games. the biggest. I yeah. get it. It's not the petri dish of, of of figuring out who's good or not. But in those two losses on the road, average quarterback rating of seventy two point two, three hundred and fifteen yards passing total in two games, zero touchdowns, doing nothing to help his team. I think he's going to get rattled. You know why? I can't believe I'm saying this, but it is 2023. He's going into a Ford field, which is one of the best home field advantages in football. I know they just lost to Seattle. I get it. But it's still intimidating. And Detroit, they've suffered some injuries. I know CJGJ's out for the year. The one who told everybody to come in ski masks like a dope. What an idiot. But <laughs> they fought through those injuries during the game last week and, and lost in an overtime shootout. By the way, I called Seahawks upset on bagels and locks. Um, so I expected that, but they kept it close. They lost in overtime. This game won't be a shootout. It won't because Detroit has a whole week to prepare right now. Okay. They had injuries, but now they have a week to prepare for it. The Lions are tied for eighth in the league with only 86 rush yards allowed per game. And I get it. Look out for this rushing attack, but maybe the two headed monster as, as my man Woodman has said, maybe that, that Bijan Algier, maybe it's tamed a little bit. I don't think they're only going to get 86 yards. It'll be over 100 most likely, but I don't know. While Detroit's pass rush hasn't been ideal, that doesn't matter much to me when across the line and under center is Desmond Ritter. On the road, I'll take Detroit minus three. I was ecstatic at this at minus four and a half. When this game came down a whole point, I got giddy on the Lions. Today, doing some notes for the show, when I saw a three, like, that's when I have to go like, oh, shit. Do I have the wrong read here? But, dude, minus three, like, give me the lines all day. Maybe we'll even out. Maybe this will push. We'll be, you know. It could It could easily. It could easily. Yeah. But I love uh, the lines, dude. It's so funny you picked I, I them, I like too. this here. Yeah, I, I feel. I still feel good even after listening to you. I, I thought I was going to feel real bad. But, uh, <laughs> but, but even because I just think, I just think here's what I think. Dude, that I would be think, a great lawyer, like, I, I, one up. Just to hear the <laughs> other and be like, you know what? I had a whole thing to say. But I'm not going to say any of it because what you just said didn't do anything for me. <laughs> I just think at the end of the day, the, the issue is, is that pe- pedestrian quarterbacks like Jared Goff and Geno Smith are not enough better than Desmond Ritter to make up for all of the other ways that the Falcons are better, Right. The, the trenches on both sides of the ball, they're going to dominate. And I just think that's worth more than I whatever that difference is. Between I the get it. I, I, guess, I guess maybe it's not. I mean, right? Maybe, maybe I'm just wrong. And, like, the truth is, like, Goff has a good game and just hits Amon Ra and hits Gibbs in the flat a bunch of times. And hit, well, I, I don't know. I just, I, guess wanna, we'll I just want to say that I can't believe I'm going to say this. I should save it for the Sunday morning show. And Lama, you better not be there. saying something complimentary about Jared Goff. I don't want to hear it. If so, I'll save it for Sunday morning. Okay. Save it. All right. What this I will is say is a very, 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 fun, very funny chat. That's why you got to be here live on Twitch great. every Wednesday evening. We're having a good I time. I had no with idea. Chat. I really did not think you would be on that at all. That's love that's it. Really every funny. but look at Doctor Sutton's. Look, he's tailing the Goff interception to Rose Rosang. By the way, with a parlay of Cordy Pat's touchdown, that'll pay out. <laughs> About one million to one. Rose Zhang with the pick six on Jared Goff. It's a beautiful thing. 
I love our fucking fans of this show. God bless everybody out so there. Let's rock and roll. Um, we love you. Love you guys. Nate, let's go. Uh, yo, it's time for the Pater Prop of the Week. The Look, the Pater Prop's been pretty nice. It's been paying out. Even just that John last week by itself. The, the Nico Collins for Nico. plus 330. Let's have a day. Woodman. I would love to know who you think is finding that pay dirt. Who's catching a tutty this week? And let's see what it will pay. My man. Yeah. I I like to I love to choose running backs who are good receivers for this just because they it gives them two two ways they can do it. And uh, as you know, I'm already on this team. So I'll take Bijan here. Uh it's regular juice. It's minus one ten. It's nothing. Too, super sexy, juice wise, but I think shout out to D- DraftKings by the way for already having up the, the yes, Tutty Johns. They actually didn't last week, and I'm not sure they did week one either. This no, they didn't. Or, but I, I do want to say that um, they, they they do now. Yeah, Bijan's minus one ten, as Woodman said. But Fanduel notoriously has been better on this, so they don't have it up yet. But I I would I would think Fanduel probably have this a little bit, maybe even. But Bijan even Bijan minus one ten, like it's a regular bet. Like come on, let's go. I again, not to relitigate what we just talked about, but I'm down with this though. I personally have not been impressed with the Lions defense. I guess you have. That's fine. I'm not impressed at all. I just think they covered this line. Okay, fine. Fair enough. The The Lions actually, do you know how many sacks the Lions have this year in two games? Aiden Hutchinson is right, right. Like like, the the new guy, right? It's supposed to be like the new TJ Watt and 0.5. They have a half sack in two games. I, but it's Desmond Ritter. I don't care. No, I understand that. But again, I don't need Ritter to do anything for this Pater to hit. I just need Bijan to take one in the house. You know what I mean? I love it. And guess what? Yeah. I'm tailing the shit out of this, dude. Yeah. This Even is with one. that line. You will have to pay uh, for him for the rest of the year. Like after this game, you're going to have to pay, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, you're probably you, right. The yep. way you have to pay, not maybe for McCaffrey, but the way you have to pay for Derrick Henry often, or the way you mm-hmm. have to pay for Eckler, you know, you're going to have to start paying Oh, um, that was extremely that was sad. Awful. I love Nick Chubb. So Nick arguably Chubb, the Woody, the Woodman, and I's favorite player in football. Yeah, That's for sure. So awful. For sure, my favorite player in football. Favorite non-eagle, most likely. Is and seems like a very nice guy from everything I can tell. Absolutely. So, Look at this guy. He's awful. <laughs> I don't know about that. Milos apparently met him once, but uh, Roland is throwing one out here. He's going to go with Kenny Walker. Anytime, I, lock it in. I love it. Week. I love it. Kenny Walker is, uh, he really has that great kind of breakaway long speed if he ever gets out in the open. Kenny He's Walker's awesome. A good player, dude. He's a good player. Such a good player. All right. Bijan at minus 110 is official for the Woodman. Lock it down. Um, yep. All right. So when it comes to myself, like I'm a big, if it ain't broke, don't fix it guy. I do it to a fault. I get it. But Woodman, you can vouch too. And I think when we first started doing a show, like I, I just picked against, a certain defense for like six weeks in a row hit it and then it didn't for like two i get it but like it, it'll all catch up right now i'm i'm, I'm two and up like if it ain't broke don't fix it right yeah. until indianapolis quarterback cornerbacks can show me otherwise yeah. that's going to be the first place i'm going to look to go make some money like some serious cash and everything's on the plus side you saw last week was plus 330 what did i have a calvin ridley on week one bagels and locks i think it was plus 145 like Let's go. Colts have allowed four tutties yeah. to wide receivers in the first two weeks. And they've spread the wealth, which is what I like as a better. Like, they're not just like, okay, let your best dude murder us. No. 
They are going, here's your best best wide receiver. Give him one, and then go ahead and give your second or third stringer. So here's each game, it's been two of the top three wide receivers, basically. Week one against the Jags, uh, Zay Jones and Calvin Ridley scored a touchdown. Week two against the uh, Texans, Nico Collins, who I consider to be their first overall, first in, in, in the line of wide receiver depth he chart. Yes. And Tank Dell scores a touchdown. So... Who do, does the uh, who does the Indianapolis Colts play this week? How about those Baltimore Ravens? And where am I going with this? My boy. God, I love this guy so much. You heard me talk about him a lot at the draft. He was my favorite wide receiver coming out this year, and it's looking so productive right now. Give me Zay Flowers at plus 170. Oh, uh, Odell Beckham dealing with an ankle injury. He's kind of questionable, leaning towards not playing. He's already not practicing. He hasn't been on the field this week. Baltimore says they're not sure on the status, and they also said we're not going to let you know, which is kind of the fuck. But Flowers is a number one option. So far, to what I consider, two number one options have scored against the Indianapolis Colts, shit-ass cornerbacks. Uh, even with a healthy ODB, I dig this. At plus 170, say Flowers scores a touchdown, boys and girls. Let's go. I love it so much. I just want to say that in the pilots that I've seen from the, I haven't watched the Ravens game live yet this year, but the two games, the highlights I've seen, I thought Zay flowers looked incredible. I mean, Absolutely dude. incredible. He looked uh, like he looked like he's ready now to be like a dominator. Absolutely. This level. I mean, he's really, really good, man. Folks show. Now I'm looking over at my jaw. Oh, is this moving? Damn it. It's just one line moving. Sorry, David. I'm, I'm doing what something. What do you got? Well, I'm doing It's time for the easy teasy of the week. And the easy teasy had a big week. We had a super easy teasy. A plus 160 hit last week. And you know what? I'm not going to necessarily do it. I could literally do a fucking five leg teasy this week. There's <laughs> so many I like. But I, I want to kind of keep it to my favorite, too. I just want to hit this. Yes, bitch. Again, you know what I mean. Yes. Like, let's roll with a that nice, such a nice easy, hit, dude. Easy line. I'm looking over this one game because the line moved a little bit, not the way. Okay, I'm gonna have to rock with Fanduel. So let me stop that screen. Let me bring you over to here. Whoopsie Daisy. Put that right there. All right, we're we're heading to Fanduel, and we're gonna talk about this game first and foremost. New Orleans Saints at Green Bay Packers. It is time for the easy tease. You brought to you by your boy Brian Hollywood Hagen. Okay, this is where you tease. A line six points one way or the other. You get to bungle up at least two of them. You could tease those lines for pretty much the regular juice you would get on a regular game, but you get to swing those two lines six points. I am going to love taking this uh, over under of the New Orleans Saints Green Bay Packers game and give me the under, which will be 48 and a half. It's 42 and a half right now. Give me the 48 and a half. Derek Carr isn't looking very dominant. The Saints' defense is. Yeah. Jordan Love is looking pretty darn good. I get it. I think he's got, like, the highest quarterback rating in the league. But this is going to be his hardest test yet. And he's going to have butterflies. He's coming home, home opener in front of the Lambeau faithful. And New Orleans is going to bring the pressure. They just are. They've been doing it all year. They're going to do it yep. again. I don't see a ton of points being thrown around on this board, dude. I just don't. And. Let me just, like, to me, I kind of like the under in general. This was almost a pick of the week for me, just taking it straight up. But give yeah. me that extra six points as a buffer. Give me under 48 and a half. And then what am I going to tie that with? Well, something else 
started out a little bit higher and it's like the lions i'm just gonna take advantage of this shit okay let me keep going let me keep going let me keep going let me keep going here on FanDuel and scroll down fly eagles fly (laughs) take that spread let me tease the shit to plus one and a half eagles at tampa the birds ain't gonna lose okay they're not gonna lose to baker mayfield that's it that's it. I don't I don't think I need to talk more, but I will. I'll tell you. I can't buy this ending up as a close game on the road, but I right, even look, even if if people want to say it will be a close game. Let's put it this way. Tampa's not going to be in a driver's seat. Maybe like the first drive they get seven. But that's it. Like it's just they haven't faced a defensive line like this. Everyone's saying the Eagles secondary. It's slaying no one now. Avante got hurt. They got no one. Nakobe Dean's bang. Like Bradbury. I don't care. Bradbury's yeah. I don't care. I don't care. I know they're like oh well Godwin and Evans, dude. They've been playing against teams that just don't have it to like the, the what the Bears. Whether it's going to scare you, like oh Mike Evans scored a touchdown against the Bears. Oh my God, the Vikings. <laughs> like the Vikings had the worst fucking defense since the bears this year both those teams have bad defense i'm just saying like sure. these are yeah even our defense that our secondary shit our defensive line is going to give uh, maybe six sacks on baker mayfield fucking clip it right now uh maybe six sacks and you know maybe the birds do choke on some last minute drive and lose by a point but you're covered here the eagles are winning this fucking game and that Green Bay Saints uh, game is going under, too. So that's why I dig this team. Give me it's a good. bird's win. But you know what? A little bit of a pillow plus one and a half. What, may, maybe birds are up, too, and Tampa goes for some funky 62-yard field goal. Like, you're good, you know? So yeah, I'll take this all day, every day. And I'm not going to get cute because I could literally run down the gamut of almost like four or five more games. But then <laughs> it's not even like a tease. Like, just take money lines if that's going to be your shit. And we could have some fun with that. But. That's going to be the easy teasy of the week. Last segment before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen of the Degenerate Dungeon. There's always going to be a game when you either hear this tonight on the podcast or when you see it tomorrow as you are here live and we appreciate you on Twitch. It's a Thursday night football game of the week. And we have to go ahead and, I mean, obviously, we're doing a show the night before. We got to make a bet. It's time for Thursday night football, ladies and gentlemen. The New York football giants travel to the San Francisco 49ers. Now, I would say travel. If they were smart, they never went home. I'm sure they just went from Arizona to Santa Clara. But uh, what's a pick? We can pick anything out of the wazoo. It doesn't have to be a game. It doesn't have to to be a spread. It doesn't have to be a total. You can do a prop. Anything you want, David. What do you got? Yeah, it's whatever you're feeling, right? Um, Whatever you're feeling, Bob. So... I went with a prop here because I don't have a strong feel on this spread. I mean, I guess 10 and a half is a lot of points, but at the same time, the kinda Giants like, without Saquon, I don't know, man. Yeah, you know? I kind of like the spread. So I, I kind of don't hate the spread, but but I couldn't do it either. That's a lot of mm-hmm, points mm-hmm. Uh, from a Kyle Shannon team that doesn't always love to score a lot of points. So it kind of makes me nervous. So I, I just stayed away from that. I love entirely. the way you put that, too. It's so funny. <laughs> we don't like uh, to score a lot. He does. But you're right. It. You're right. He doesn't love that. He does not love it, man. So, so instead, I was thinking about, okay, well, what what has to happen in the game? Because the Niners, I think, can dominate this game, and and many things could happen from their point of view. But for the Giants, only one thing can happen, 
right? And it's Daniel Jones running the football, either out of design oh, runs, nice, scrambles, right, right. running for his <laughs> yep. life. It's the only thing that can happen. Are you taking There's the over no 37 and a half? 37 and a half is low. He had, uh, here, Love I wrote it. this. He averaged 45 uh, rush yards a game last year, and that includes some games where he didn't run hardly at all. Dude, so I love everybody. If there's one gonna defense, that's going to make him. Life. They're yeah, gonna, yep. they're going to make him run. Um, they don't mind him running, you know, for whatever five, eight yards at a clip. They don't give a shit. That what the hell they care about that. They they know that as long as they cover his terrible, terrible receivers and his pretty good tight end, they're good. They, they won this game. Yeah. They won this game coming into it, you know. Um, and they're okay with him running a little bit. I think by the end of the game, he easily gets 40, 50, whatever, 60 yards probably. And it doesn't matter. They're going to lose. They're going to get killed. But I, I think he gets the yards. Big time. Doctor says, yes, Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is this is probably a winner. Man, I would love to know how much the over on DJ's rush attempts, or I'm not rush attempts, yardage has hit in the last – 15 NFL football games he's probably done. hit a crazy. Lot. Yeah, he's crazy. crazy. Yep. Um, all right. Is my man Llama still here? Llama Ops, where are you at? Because we got something to talk about here. I'm doing something that's very, 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 very um money. What are you doing? Okay, okay. Llama's right there. I see you, Bubba. Right. Oh, he said he, so he even put in a chat while you were talking. You aren't a fan of the next up Giants running backs. Looks at writing on hand. Matt Breda? Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's basically what they have. All right. I'm gonna go to a little stat or a little uh prop called <laughs> passing props. And if you want to see if that particular quarterback is gonna turn the ball over via aerialness, you gotta scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Interceptions. Brock yep. Purdy, yep, over 0.5, which yeah, is so great. weird. So weird that they have it like that, like over 0. 0.5. Like I know. Does anyone ever have a half interception? Plus 170 fucking five. Now people, <gasps> yo, Hollywood, Hollywood. That's Brock Purdy, dude. The uh, what? What? Intercept? Are you interceptions a bad thing? Brock Purdy does good things. Brock Purdy's great. He's really like the most quintessential, infallible quarterback that we've seen ever. Probably dare you? How dare Hailed you? It. Okay. With all of these interce- interception streaks that are being yes. beat now and lost on the the, the Jared got look, this is basically kind of me like finding like fuck you, golf for throwing out. I'm gonna find someone else now. <laughs> but also the Matthew Stafford John, he threw a pick last week where he's he hasn't thrown a pick forever. But how about yeah. we pick on Mr. Irrelevant for a little bit here, huh? Nate? Let's go, Don Johners. Look, I've got to be honest with you, straight up. When I saw this, my eyes like fucking did like a, a Bugs Bunny, like, like out of my head. But this is a value based pick. Yeah. So I'm going. It probably I'm, shouldn't. I, I'm not sure it should be plus very much. You know, probably not. And I'll tell you why. Here we go. Let's not act like this dude's incapable of throwing a goddamn interception. He missed. First of all, he missed two wide open wide receivers last week for tutties that yeah. almost were picks. Like yeah, this he dude did. is like if Joey Ob still here, but Bubba. We got we got some talking to do. I know we we had it out on the dungeon last week, but 
Um, how about this? You want to know something here? You want to know something off the wall? Last week. Or last week. How about this? Last year is what I meant to say. And that 2022 season where he came to fruition and became the, you know, most incredible quarterback that's ever played San Francisco 49er football. Sorry, Joe, but Brock Purdy's in charge. He threw a pick in four of seven regular season games. I mean, legit. The dude throws picks. Like, that's not – the only thing is he doesn't throw off it. He averages like 25 attempts a game. So They're run-first team. Yeah. They are run-first team. I get it. But here's what I like about this. I'm not sure about the line. I think probably I'd take Niners. But I I expect the Giants to be feisty enough at least to keep it close, right? I think the Giants' secondary is kind of – they're kind of like buzzers. They're erratic. They're not really grow good. They're not great. <laughs> but they're they're always kind of we got that what Xavier McKinney right like that like those kind of guys like they're always uh, oh llama you put it perfectly he says are you saying he's due <laughs> I can't say that I didn't say that I didn't say anything like that because I think I said that for about six weeks in a row with 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 JG you uh, did. but I I think the Giants secondary will will buzz enough to get a pick. I think that Kayvon Thibodeau will get some action, get to Brock Party a little bit. Their offensive line is dinged up a little bit. Uh, you know, Trent Williams is is really hurt. I think he's going to play, but he's hurt. Uh, but, you know, can they muster up a turnover through the air? Maybe. And for plus 175, I'm all for it, dude. I'll roll with this one big time. Plus 175. For, could, could you ever imagine, Woodman, like, I don't know, fucking 11 months ago. Yeah. That there would be a, 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 a prop <laughs> for Brock Purdy <laughs> to not throw an interception for plus 175. Come on, boys. It's silly. It's silly. Um, I, 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 the only thing that makes you nervous is they don't throw a lot, but he's still right, going to, he's going to throw one. He's going to throw one. I mean, he had the, some of the, you, you all heard me talk about this on the show last year, you know, going into the NFL playoffs, he had come down the stretch and they had won almost like every game he started, I think, or something. Yep. And he had really good stats. And I kept saying like, yeah, dude, I watched the game on Sunday. He threw three balls right in the bread basket of a defender three times. Yep. All three of them dropped it. And then the next week he would do it once again. And the week after that, he would do it twice. And it's like in the course of however many games he started, I think he had like eight or nine really interceptable balls that were dropped. If he like, doesn't have three seconds, he's very uncomfortable. And I, that, that, that seems weird, but listen, the three seconds a little to bit a quarterback of a wild man. is people a give, long time. People compare him to Jimmy G, but he doesn't remind me of Jimmy G because oh, Jimmy zero, G, zero. not at all. Jimmy G is very conservative and kind of afraid to throw the ball like into traffic. I feel, and no, I he think, is Jimmy. I G, think Jimmy G is more of a uh, well, yeah, no, he definitely turns. He's it not over, a swashbuckler. But... Like no, he wants okay. to like do everything under control to first read if he's guys open. He's, that's what he wants to do. Purdy. Strikes yeah. me. No, it's not a bad thing. It keeps yeah. him from. I mean, it's he. It, they won a lot of games with him, just kind of being a a ball control guy, right? right. 
Purdy strikes Control me Control your as, balls, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Purdy strikes me as a little more of a wild man. A little, a little, I see a little swashbuckler there, but not the good kind. Not the good kind. <laughs> I see the guy, you know what I mean? Like, he'll like, yep. oh, oh, I can do this. Oh, I'll be Brett Favre. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're the bad version of Brett Favre when he would just like run around and be like, ah, and just like throw the stinkiest pick you ever saw. You know? <laughs> yeah, we can see it happen. Hey, for, I can for, see for, it. For almost two to one, wouldn't it be fun? I love it. I love hey, it. by the way, I'll be on Bearded Blevins stream, Jonathan Blevins, at Bearded Blevins on Twitch tomorrow night. Your boy Hollywood will be there. And uh, that's going to be one I'll be pumping all night. Wouldn't it be nice to just, Hit a plus one seventy five. Oh, and by the way, look on your DraftKings. Look on your FanDuel. They are giving fifty percent boost to a any bet. That's a pretty damn good bet to take. That That's a good one. On. That's a good one, bro. I mean, what's that bring you up to? Almost two sixty, if I'm not uh, off the top of my head. But anyway, as Llama would say, it's a pretty good bet. Oh, speaking of pretty good bets, I just did it. I just did it. What's the fifty percent though? I got it. Made it two fifty two. All right, there you go. That's really good. Not bad. Have a good time with that, right? Yeah, I look forward to it. Woodman, week what else we three. Got? We got one more. No, was it? Okay, that's it. You you right. you want to keep doing one more, don't you? Man, I dude, I could I could literally throw out a. No, I'm not gonna do it. No, I mean I have other things I would like to talk about, but we'll see. Well, we will do it on Sunday morning. On Sunday, yeah. The Generate Dungeon, Bagels and Locks twitch.tv slash gcn employee lounge you motherfuckers that are here with us right now we appreciate you so much you know where to find us because you're here right now but everybody else that is listening and have not yet ventured do yourself a favor this is that's not a podcast you'll hear this on pod whenever you want that sunday morning john is live only on twitch make sure you catch it because we've been on fire joey o'brien troy lavalley They've been here every week. They will be here Sunday as well. Uh, we're going to have a good time with that. Last week, collectively, we were good, dude. We, we killed it, on. dude. We yeah. killed it, pal. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. This has been so much fun, as always. Uh, tomorrow night, you'll find me uh, on Bearded Blevins' channel on Twitch. We're going to do some Thursday night football live bets. We're just going to talk football. It's such a good time. Um, but Sunday morning, right here in the lounge, some bagels and locks, too been a pleasure david absolutely always man Much for the woodman david woody woody what do you what do you what do you feel what do you feel about sunday football yeah. as far as like this sunday like week three right so we've talked about this ad nauseum yeah don't you kind of feel like we're getting there like, yes. as far as understanding so you got the Bengals who are right trending down and he got some teams that are trending up. Maybe some teams are surprising. Maybe Rams. Maybe, but like week three, it's kind of where you're figuring it out. And I've always said week four is when we know that we're good. Yeah, you agree? Yeah, I agree with that. And and then just keeping in mind that the NFL, everything's always in flux, and a few injuries or a few key, you know, things can can change things change that's throughout true the and this year has been and teams yeah. catch fire late in the season you kind of have to get your finger on that when it happens too i feel you know sure um that was the Bengals a couple of years ago heck the two times that the giants won the super bowl both times that was not a good team not a good team not a good team all year 
And then towards the very, very end of the year, they caught fire. And if you were watching the games, you knew they're like, oh, yeah. this could be a really hard team to beat in the playoffs. You know what I mean, yeah. even though their record was bad, you know what I mean? Like, so that, that I, I, I throw that out uh, only as an example of it's important. I think putting eyes on these games is really important, even though I'm, I'm a fan of the eggheads and I like the stats. The, uh, there's certain things that do not show up in the box score. And so uh, I, I think we're getting to the point where, okay, if I'm going to see now three weeks, if after three weeks, if I have seen the bills look like trash, two out of the three, I might be off the bills. Totally. Yep. But if they come out good this week, then I'll be like, all right, they had their get right game last week. They're right now. They are the bills. And so that's why this is kind of important. Very important. And so we, we've said week four is kind of where we hit the ground running. So we'd be very happy with a nice money-making week again this week. So yes, if we if, if, if next week we're kind of at that that cutting ground where it's like, all right, week four means we're we're even money. Let's roll. Oh, we're gonna have a great dungeon for 2023. I have historically hit my stride like middle of the season and just been I don't look I, back. I go on I go on rolls sometimes. You don't look back so, big time. Yeah. Speaking of rolls, shout out to Roland to Shane. Shout out to Dr. Sutton Lama. I see you too. And everybody else that was here tonight. We really appreciate appreciate you guys being a part of the community and uh and shooting the shit with us live in the Twitch chat. You want to do that with us? Be here Wednesday evenings, 10 p.m. Eastern time in the lounge. Giddy up for the Woodman, David Woody. I'm your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen, saying, yo, let's have a lucrative week three. We'll see you Sunday morning on Degenerate Dungeon Bagels and Locks with the GCN fam. Giddy up, everybody. Have a hell of a week. Let's make some dough. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.